hits the top spot at 59-1-2. Neck and neck. Simpson does not want to give in. There is the chicken flag and it's a win for Zach O'Sullivan. Hey guys, Casey here from Kokoro Performance. Another episode of Passing on Passion. Today I've got Ben in with us, our Kokoro coach and also studying sports psychology. Within the company, we like to focus on covering all areas of athletic development and a big part of it is the mindset and that's something that's kind of put aside and we're actually quite far behind in motorsport so today we're going to just focus on that solely and how we tackle it how we focus on it with drivers and what it's really all about so ben as someone that's studying sports psychology and in their final year and someone that races themselves what do you think the key fundamentals are of mindset, if you like? Because it's a pretty broad term, isn't it, mindset? Everyone talks yeah. about mindset. So can you like, explain to me, from your perception as someone that studies and also races, what is mindset? Yeah, so exactly, that's the thing. You, you know, you get a lot of people say you have to have the right mindset, but like you say, what, what even is mindset? Yeah. Um, I think there are quite a lot of things that could go into it. You can have confidence, you can have um, your understanding of psychology, if you have any. Um, you can have uh, your sort of readiness for the race. That can be kind of crossover of confidence. There's a few things that cross over, but there are, there are some distinct things that you can work on. Um, I think when you're talking about having the right mindset, basically confidence does come into it quite a lot. Um, and I think, as I said, the understanding and knowledge of some things will actually really help. They are, there's a massive crossover there. If you're, um, if you're confident in your own abilities but you're not confident in how things are actually going, there's going to be a certain point where your performance is going to drop off because yeah. maybe something has happened that you don't quite understand. Mm. Um, that, could be, that could relate to anything. That could relate to something to do with the car or your mindset, as we're talking about. Um, it's mainly, you know, quite simply, what's going on in your head. Are you overthinking everything or do you actually know what's going on? Um, are you under pressure? Uh, are you finding it easy? The, you know, there's quite a lot of things that can go into it. And I think that comes that comes down to then when you're talking about like people putting routines in place and being disciplined in that routine so that you're doing the same thing before you go out every single time. You do the same thing after the session when you come back in so that you can, you're, you know, your brain knows what's coming up. So there's no pressure, there's no rush. And I think that, especially with the younger drivers, especially when we first start working with younger yeah. drivers, they've got no real structure to what they're about to go out and achieve, which is why we brought the portal into it and created that portal with your help, obviously, um, which we'll get into in a second. But obviously structure is key. But do you think there's a lot of drivers out there who aren't even aware that their mentality is actually holding them back? Yeah, I think it's, it's one of the biggest things of motorsport that I think is quite underappreciated in that most of your performance, I mean, obviously, in my belief, 90% of your performance even is all in your head. Yeah. And I'm, I'm sure you agree yeah. as well. So, well, the, it's, the driving bit's easy, isn't it? The driving bit is you do this, 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 and this. But the thing is, there's so, much, there's so many external things that can affect that mindset. You know, whether it be an individual, a team within yourself, pressure from parents, you know, pressure, pressure. Obviously, when you get to that age of like 12 to 16, 17, that's like the, the nightmare area for a coach, isn't it? Yeah. It's, it's how do you differentiate between your personal life and then your racing life? Can that person or can that individual actually take themselves away from their personal aspects and put themselves at the racetrack or yeah. are they still thinking about something else so just touching base then because th th as you said there's so many different elements to this and i know we're not going to cover everything today but if you look at the um just the 
from being away from the racing, so no pressure, nothing like that, but just the external factors. Have you had any experience with our drivers as, as a coach from the external side? So not actually pressure from racing, but external because maybe they haven't got the right routine at home or pressure's mounting up. Yeah, I'd say there's definitely people that, um, that I've worked with or that I've seen other people working with. And you think, you know, maybe there's some aspects from personal life that could affect racing life as well. And it's definitely something that should be considered. And that's where I'd bring it back to actually understanding or even acknowledging yeah. that there are so many different factors that go into your performance. And it's not just being about out of track. And what's strange as well is that honesty is so key in this situation. And at that age, you don't really want to be talking to your parents about it because obviously, you know, we've both been there. Yeah. <laughs> we don't want to talk to our parents about that stuff. So yeah. it's important to have someone to talk to. Yeah. Obviously, for us within our company, it's pretty open. We're pretty transparent. The key is for our guys to talk to us openly. And you know, there's no judgment ever on how someone's feeling. But what if you don't have a Kokoro behind you? Or who would you who would you suggest to drive or speak to? Well, and firstly, it's even hard to be honest with yourself sometimes, mm. that's what I think, and exactly that. So who do you then go and speak to? Would you, would you go and find a sports psychologist outside of the team that you're racing with? Yeah. Do, does that team even have one? Mm. You know, it's something that is it's quite untouched on in motorsport at the moment. Even in, um, you know, bringing it back to my studies, bring it, um, finding literature and research about motorsport and about psychology, there's, there's loads of stuff about athletics or football mm. or rugby or golf and tennis, you know, Things that would be classed as individual sports when yeah. they're, they're talking about the individual performance, tennis and golf are probably the closest related ones. There's nothing about motorsport. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, if, you can, um, if, you know, if you can understand yourself, if you can be honest with yourself, that's when you're going to open up with someone else. And that's, uh, that's really, you know, when we, you, you've been with Kokoro from the start. So that's really one of the main reasons why we approach the approach we have with our clients as as a company because of that you know we we spoke about this quite a few years ago didn't we and we said look there's no one doing it properly in ten, in terms of development of an athlete motorsport is massively behind versus your athletics and your team b gb so we're i think from our side and your side especially you're we're quite fortunate for you to have those links um with those those higher powers that be who have a lot more information and data on it so i think we're fortunate in that sense so bring it back to the on track side of things at that age as we said 12 16 17 years old is is the, the, the really the hard time for a, an individual growing up um let alone under pressure what disciplines and structure do you think they should have in place if you're if you're kind of that at that age what what should they be doing at the track yeah, so like you say, we need to have structure when you're there. I mean, it's it's something that is quite well known now, but maybe not before. But I mean, you hear people say even just uh, you know just off the cuff that people don't like change. Yeah. You know, if you're if you're not setting yourself a structure, if you're not having a, a routine as as such, um, you're going to do something different every time. And maybe then when you're trying to look back on it, look back on your performance, you don't really know where it started because you don't know what you built into it. So that's why we need that structure. You know, get into the track and making sure you've obviously said hello to everyone in the team. It's just quite simple things like that. But maybe you wouldn't think about that. If you've got there in a bit of a rush and you need to just yeah. sort yourself out and get there, and then, you know, maybe it's not the most important thing that you've said hi to every single person, but just having that nice, relaxed feeling with yeah. everyone and you're all there and happy and, you've, you know, you've got time to prepare yourself for the race. Yeah. Um, and I think the most important aspect is actually after, you know, like I said, about being honest with yourself and having that debrief and, 
you know, working with a coach and analyzing, but also you could analyze yourself and you'd be a little bit critical of yourself and work out, well, what was I thinking about at this time if you haven't quite been honest with the coach? Yeah. Know, be honest with yourself as well. That's yeah. one of the most important things. And with the, and with the portal, which you've helped us develop um, and, and, and been pretty big part of, the, we have that element, don't we, in, in the portal? And, you know, while we get our drivers to do the portal themselves, there is that point where they have to reflect and be honest with themselves, but also with us. But through the portal, they have to be honest. And and by by reflecting and thinking, well, am I feeling confident about what I'm about to do? Am I feeling confident after that performance? You know, am I frustrated? Am I under any stress? By getting them to reflect on that, all of a sudden... If they're up at a five, all of a sudden they start thinking, well, why am I? Why am I stressed? Well, and it, it just gets the brain ticking, doesn't it? And again, it's, that's that routine that comes into it, isn't yeah. it? But what's, what about away from the track? So at home, when they're training, because there's, there's a number of times that you probably go, oh, I don't really want to do this. I'm not really interested in doing this training. It's so difficult you know, to be motivated. Motivation is the word I was looking for. Thanks, Ben. That's why you're the psychologist, and I'm not. I come out with sentences. You come out with words. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, motivation. Like, how should a driver be motivating themselves when they're off the track? Yeah, it's about. Um, you know, I'm. I'm just going to keep banging on about it, but it's about having that understanding of all the different factors that come into it. If you, if you truly believe that your performance at the track is only based on what you do at the track, then unfortunately, you're you're a bit naive. And how having that understanding is really going to help you away from the track as well. Having and that's what builds your motivation. You want to get ready and go get to the next race, but yeah. you can't just sit around at home and forget about it completely. Mm. You know, you're, it's it's all in, in that mindset of becoming a professional. Yeah. Um, it doesn't just stay at the track. Mm. So motivation, I mean, you need to have, in a, in a nutshell, you need to be honest with yourself, what you're doing at home, what you're trying to achieve, um, and what you're preparing for for the next weekend, really, isn't it? Um, and and why you're doing it keep reminding yourself why you're doing it because let's be honest driving around in circles all day is a bit of a mental thing to do isn't it yeah and try and chase a tenth of a second Um, chasing perfection yeah exactly sometimes (laughs) yeah it's almost impossible to achieve (laughs) exactly why why we do it i don't know but but the bit that i can't grasp is why so many drivers out there are just using races to prepare their mind when there's so many, there's so much stuff they could be doing away from the track. Yeah, so that's why at Kokoro, away with the simulator training, we use the EEG mind tracking. Yeah. Um, so we can really see how our drivers perform under pressure away from the track as well. Yeah, exactly. And I think we've, since we started doing that, well, I think it was probably middle of last year, beginning of last year, when we started to really dive into it and understand what each individual, how each individual works. And what we saw was, every driver has works in a different way and different things trigger different um, attitudes and, and, di- and different approaches mentally. So, you know, with, with what we've got now, we're able to actually see how they're functioning and how they're processing the information. Yeah. And that, I think that for me is, our, for, for us as a company, that's our golden nugget yeah. because the thing that you can't see is what the driver's thinking. And I'm not saying we can read their mind all of a sudden, but we can now actually track how they're processing the information we're telling them and then seeing them actually drive on the sim. And that, again, you know, that was, that was something that you helped us, helped introduce into the company. And for me, that's, that's been absolute gold since we started using it. Yeah, it's a huge step for us, as you say, actually trying to, you know, get into the mind of the driver without being too intrusive. 
you know, they can drive on the simulator and we can kind of work out what they're thinking based on if we give them a bit of information and we can see how that's yeah. affected them there and then with yeah. the live tracking. Um, and as you say, that was the biggest thing actually that I wanted to touch on is that when, when we talk about being honest with yourself, you shouldn't feel too under pressure to feel a certain way because maybe you've seen someone else acting a certain way or yeah. something like that in terms of your performance and your mindset. Every person is different. Yeah. And you know, it's one of the biggest things from my studies as well that I've learned. Um, I quite like, there's a theory called the inverted U theory and I know we've spoken about yeah. it at different occasions as well. And it's, um, you know, essentially you've got the graph and it says performance is going up the y-axis and you've got your mental readiness so going along the x-axis. And basically you've got, you know, the shape inverted U, performance is low because you're not ready and, or your performance is low because you're overly uh, yeah. under pressure. <laughs> and you've got that nice peak in the middle where it's like, yeah, your best performance is when you're thinking about it sort of in the middle somewhere. But everyone's different. Yeah. It doesn't say that everyone has that perfect shape and everyone is when they're in the middle state of readiness or under pressure, that's when they're at their best. Someone might be really, really good when they're super relaxed. Yeah. Someone might be amazing when they're under pressure. Yeah. But we need to work that out as coaches and the driver needs to work that out in terms just to build their own confidence. And that's a bit of trial and error as well, isn't exactly. it? So if you if you, if you're not fortunate enough to be able to jump on the sim and uh, and, and and you know strap on the, the the tracker, then you try it at the track. You try different things, you try different approaches. And I think that's something for me that the carters lack massively. Yeah. It's always lastminute.com. Um and again, I think that's why the portal also helps our clients because it, it gives them time to, they've got to to have time to sit down, write out their plan, get a structure in place, yeah. and then you know implement it if you like. Exactly, and then after that, the self-reflection and the debrief afterwards. I, th I see you see so many kids in karting that they turn up, they they get to the track, and you know, dad shouts at them, coach shouts at them, they finish the race, and then they go home a bit upset, and they don't actually think about why any of that has just happened. So, we're talking about mindset. We're talking about racing drivers and athletes and your studies yourself. You're a driver, as I've mentioned before. What's your ideal mindset? How do you approach a race? What do you do to, yeah, so to control your mind? What have you learned, not only by doing the studies, but also how you approach your own racing versus, versus well, what you've seen other people do or yeah. what you've learned? Definitely, like you say, from what I've seen other people do, that's, it's a good thing to be able to compare yourself but not be too under pressure to be the same. Like we said, everyone is different. And for me personally, I found that I quite like to be a bit more on the relaxed side going into a race. You know, I don't have a, a massive routine before the race and say, right, I must do this, I must do this. I quite like to be relaxed and let it flow into it. But as you say, we've worked with some drivers that if they haven't done a certain thing, they're not quite going to get to that performance. Mm. You know, it's all about just understanding yourself. And for me, I like to be a bit more relaxed. Yeah. Very nice, very good. And uh, do you do any form of warm-up or anything like that? Or are you just chilled, strolled, strut up to the car, put my seat insert in and get in and drive? Or yeah, what's, so yeah? I, I, definitely, I used to be like that for sure. But I think, especially from working with Kokoro, I've found that actually, even if you are trying to stay relaxed and not trying to pump yourself up too much, having a warm-up, you know, you have to. You know, people think that, are oh, you just in a car, you just sat there like this and you don't do much, but you do need to warm-up. I'm going to put you on the spot here. What sort of warm-ups are you doing? Yeah, so, I mean, it starts with quite simple stretching. Um, you can get the blood flowing a little bit, maybe a little bit of a jog, but I don't do too much of that. I've seen other people um, running around the paddock, and I'm not too much of a fan of that. Um, <laughs> what, running in general, or, yeah, just, running, or just, just running, running around the paddock? Yeah, just, <laughs> no, but it, if it works for you, then you need to do it. You know, it's, it's all about working out. But for me, personally, um, I do some stretches. Um, I'm trying to learn how to juggle at the moment. How's that going? Uh, not very well, but... 
it's something that I, I want to improve at simply just because in my warm-up phase, it also helps me just forget some of the exercise yeah, yeah. as well. Stay relaxed, trying to juggle. and You get into a nice rhythm as well. And when you get into a rhythm, you start going and you flip it to two balls. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Can we get some balls? Can we yeah, get some no, balls over I'm, it? I'm not doing that on camera. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but, uh, for me, that's, that's what I find works. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Right, I'm going to finish off two tips. I want two tips that you would give. So essentially, I'm asking you for four tips. I want two tips for an individual driver, a young driver who's listening in on this, who wants to improve um, on their mindset. Give them two tips on what they should be looking at doing. Uh, so yeah, so I think we've touched on it enough times now that one of the biggest take-home points um, is that everyone is different. Okay, Don't feel under pressure because you've heard someone say that you must do this or you must do that. There are things that obviously work and that most people <laughs> yeah. are going to do it. You know, it's not like you can say, oh, I like to just sit and do nothing and that's what works for me. Okay, you know, be honest with yourself. Yeah. What really gets you, what really gets you going? And in terms of thinking about the correct mindset, talk to people. You know, don't feel that you're alone about it. And if you can talk to people, someone might have an idea. It might work for you. Um, yeah, so that's, that's the biggest thing is everyone is different. Find what works for you. And just touching base on that, that key talk to people. That right there is not done enough, especially in the lower formulas. I think there's, I think it's, it's not arrogance, it's, it's competitiveness. Everyone thinks that they can't talk to each other because they're in competition. And it doesn't even have to be a driver. You know, if you're a go-karter at the moment, yeah, I know for a fact that if you're in go-karting and you're doing cadet X30 junior, X30 senior, and you're looking at going to cars, any of our Kokoro drivers, if you were to message them and ask them, they would be open. They would, they, there's no arrogance. No. But I think there's that perception that you can't be seen to be weak, if you like, yeah. which is ridiculous, no, I know. It's is, is one of the worst sports for that. Yeah. Everyone is, uh, everyone's very closed in, and you don't really want to open up too much because it's a weakness, and you think that as soon as you've shown a weakness, someone's going to try and you know, mess you up on track yeah. because they think you've got a weakness. Yeah. Uh, no, obviously, you don't want to go and tell your competition that you're dealing with some issues, no. but you know, if you're looking further up, at the end of the day, they've been through it. We've been through it. Yeah, I'm not saying they have to. Yeah, you've been through it. I'm not saying they have to phone us directly, but there are people out there that they can speak to. So, final two tips I want you to give our listeners, and this is for the parents listening in who have probably got an eight, nine, ten-year-old child racing in motorsport who probably aren't, maybe aren't performing, um, but it's due to pressure rather than skill-related. Um, what advice do you have for those parents? Yeah. So, as again, it's about as a parent being honest with yourself and thinking in that situation, try and work out, if you can, maybe what the trigger is. If you think, okay, my child has become very under pressure there, they haven't quite performed, but what led up to that? Mm. Did you have a conversation with them, or did you notice someone else spoke to them? There could be one little thing that maybe, um, maybe that driver hasn't even thought about, but you know, if you're being honest with yourself, if you're putting quite a lot of pressure on your, on your kid to perform, maybe that's, maybe that's part of the issue. Right? That's one thing, is definitely be honest and try and work out the trigger and if it is yourself, it's hard to, to really say, oh, yeah, okay, maybe I'm putting too much pressure on my kid. But it happens so much. You see it up yep. and down the paddock. Mums and dads chatting at the kids. You didn't finish this place. You didn't finish this place. Yeah, that's, that's one of the big things. For me, you just, you've just triggered my pet peeve yeah. in motorsport, which is... This is going to be my second point as well. Sorry, Ben. Well, I'll let you take <laughs> over there. Don't let me interrupt you if you're on a roll. Go for it. Yeah, well, my second point was going to be don't aim for a position. Okay, yep. that is that's not your goal. If you're trying to, um, you know, talking about goal setting and um, having having something that you're aiming for, 
the position in the race is not the thing to be aiming for. Because at the end of the day, if you get the right mindset, if you're focusing on the right skills, if you've had the correct preparation, if you've got the correct discipline and structure in place, the results come on their own, don't yeah, they? Exactly. And we've, we've used that word. It's a result. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's a result based on doing everything else correctly. It goes into place. Brilliant. Thanks, Ben. And uh, on that note, like I've said so many times in all our podcasts so far, if you've got any queries, any questions, email us, website, social media. We're here to talk. We're here to help. That's part of Kokoro. Cheers, Ben. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks.